This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Josh Green. And I'm Rachel Riley. We want to remind you that this program broadcasts from the rightful lands of the Tiwa people. Does the government owe you money? Are you 19 to 24 years old? Did you make $21,000 or less? If you answer yes to these questions, then the government might owe you up to $1,500, even if you never filed taxes before. That's right. With the legislative passage of the American Rescue Plan Act in March 2021, there was a substantial expansion of the Federal Earned Income Tax Credit, or EITC, for young adults 19 to 24 who are not claiming children on their tax forms this past tax year. Tonight, we speak with Denisha Thompson, Senior Associate at the Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network, about this important tax credit and ways we, as a community, can help keep the Federal Earned Income Tax Credit. Community, 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 we have events to share with you. Also, a special GJ COVID-19 vaccine and booster information. To start this hour of amazing information off of some music, here is C. Pereira, Presidente, or if I was presented by Las Cafeteras. No tengo papeles para trabajar Señor presidente, pregunto ¿Por qué matan al moreno con piel de café? The EITC Funders Network brings together foundations across the country to make a positive impact on economic security for individuals and families through tax credits, specifically the Child Tax Credit otherwise known as CTC, and Earned Income Tax Credit, EITC. This network is focused on the protection and expansion of the Federal Childhood Tax Credit and Earned Income Tax Credit at the state and federal levels. We are so excited to have Denisha Thompson, who is the Senior Associate at the EITC Funders Network, who will tell us everything about the Earned Income Tax Credit and what changed with a one-year expansion. Our GJ interviewer this evening is 18-year-old Adriana Cordova. This is Adriana Cordova with Generation Justice, and I am speaking with Denisha Thompson, Senior Associate at Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network. Denisha Thompson is a social worker turned social entrepreneur. She is a consultant, facilitator, and coach. Denisha is also an adjunct professor at the Metropolitan College of New York. She is a fierce advocate for oppressed people and their communities and helps to build nonprofit networks and partnerships that center equity and justice. Denisha, welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you so much, Adi, for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you. Of course, I'm very excited to be speaking with you. Please tell us more about yourself. So I'm Denisha. And as you said, I am the Senior Associate with the EITC Funders Network. Our network uh, is comprised of about 300 charitable foundations that really are focused on how to make our tax code more fair. Um, We really think about economic security and economic security for all people in the country. And so one of the ways we know that inequity persists 
is through our unfair tax code. And so one of the things we have as a tool to counter that is the earned income tax credit. And so we do a lot of work around raising awareness and connecting people to and organizations to the resources that they need to ensure that as many people as possible are able to benefit from the pieces of our tax code that are for us. Absolutely. I think it's very important to be making sure that tax codes are fair for everybody, um, especially with the way that we see that they're um, functioning now. It is very unfortunate that they are so unfair. Um, I'm interested to learn more about the Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network and your mission. So the EITC Funders Network has been around since 2004. We are made up, like I said, of members um, who represent different philanthropic organizations. It is a nationwide network. And so we have members all over the country. Um, and again, who have this specific focus on equity in our tax code and really thinking about how to ensure that more people get access to the taxes. So we come together um, for webinars, learning opportunities to share resources and strategies. Um, we have health foundations who are really thinking about the connection between having money and your health. We have policy foundations that are really thinking about how can we do better around public policy and have public policy that impacts our tax code in a way where it's more fair for more people. We have funders who are thinking about research and really trying to gather stories and data um, in communities to figure out what do people need and how are they using these um, tax credits to really improve their lives. We have folks who are thinking about um, narrative change and communication and messaging. And to your point, really the idea that no one deserves to be poor and we all deserve to, to if we are in this country, an opportunity to have a tax code that works for us, not just for the rich at the top, not just for billionaires and millionaires, but really for all people, particularly those who um, are the most vulnerable and most in need of additional financial resources. And so our network comes together. Um, we also publish a newsletter, but we spend a lot of time really trying to have this conversation um, at tables where there's influence, where we can then go to other spaces and really try to help um, affect some type of change around our tax code. Of course, I didn't really know that there was so many sectors, if you will, that are so affected by um, the inequity um, among the tax codes. So it's really great to know that there's so much that you guys are doing to really help uh, these people in need. And I think that's absolutely great. Um, what is the American Rescue Plan Act? The American Rescue Plan Act is a law that was passed last year by President Joe Biden as a add-on package and a response to the pandemic. As you know, COVID happened, no one was expecting it. And really um, the most vulnerable people in our society were impacted the most, right? So we're thinking about low wage workers, moderately wage workers who now had to figure out something different for childcare because their kid wasn't in school or had to figure out how to um, manage when prices for everything was going up. And so as part of the American Rescue Plan Act, it's a big bill that has hundreds of provisions, but one of the provisions expanded the earned income tax credit. And so in the past, the earned income tax credit um, eligibility was a lot more stringent. It were for people who were over the age of 25, um, people who 
had some children in their home. And now what's happened since the American Rescue Plan Act is that we have this expansion that one, raises the amount that people are eligible, um, are eligible to receive back and also reduces the age. It also in increases the age um, for people over the age of 64, but also reduces the age. So now um, young people who are between the ages of 19 to 24 who have a job and make under $21,000 a year um, and also are in school less than part-time are able to now claim this credit. So the way the credit works is you file your federal income taxes and based on your income, the earned income tax credit reduces the amount of money that you would have owed to the government. So say for example, you do your taxes and you owed $8,000 to the government. Once you do your income taxes, the earned income tax credit has the potential to reduce the amount. So you no longer owed 8,000 or paid 8,000, or if you paid 8,000, but now once the earned income tax credit reduces your tax liability, now you only owe 6,500, you get that $1,500 back. And so that's the way it works. It reduces the overall amount that you owe. And for a lot of people, that means they've paid too much taxes and then can get that money back as part of a refund. So that's why we call it the tax credit. It's something that people have earned. This is not um, a, just an entitlement. This is something people have earned, they deserve, they've worked. And because they fall under that minimum threshold, in this case, 19 to 24 year olds who are under the age, I mean, who have made under $21,000, that they have this possibility, this potential to get some money back. Um, and so the eligibility is different based on um, the amount of children you have, if you have, and those are, that's for young people who don't have children. If you have children, um, the refundability is up to $3,600 for one child, $6,000 for two children, and $6,700 if you have three children, depending on your income. So it really is a significant amount of money. And, um, you know, one of the things that's so positive about this is that, you know, the earned income tax credit has been around for a long time. Um, but this expansion is temporary and it's really just part of this American Rescue Plan Act. So it's for one year. We hope that it'll be ex extended. But for now, this is what we have. And we want as many young people as possible who are now eligible, who weren't eligible in the past and may not be eligible in the future to really take the opportunity to do their taxes. Even if you've never done it before, you can get help um, at getyourrefund.org and really do your federal taxes and see if you're eligible. Um, at getyourrefund.org, there is a calculator that will help you step through the process to see whether or not you're eligible. But we really recommend um, that if you've made under $21,000 a year, which is possible for those of us who work as gig workers, Uber drivers, you know, in the service industry, uh, if you made under $21,000 last year in 2021, um, you are eligible, likely eligible for the earned income tax credit. And so we really encourage you to um, take the steps to see if the IRS owes you money, because if they do, go get it. <laughs> I honestly do think that when it comes to COVID, there's this really unfortunate situation where people, I guess, sort of underestimate the effect it really had financially. Um, but it is really, really important, I think, to be shedding our a light on this group of people, you know, young people, and even you said um, people older than 65, I believe you said, um, that really are also deeply, deeply affected by 
COVID and, you know, having, I guess, the carpet swept out from under us and not really knowing how to deal with that financially. So I th think this is an amazing opportunity for people. Um, and I think it's amazing that you guys are helping and doing your part to offer this to people. It's really great. You're absolutely right in terms of the inequities where like, and not just is it that some people don't pay taxes. Some people got even richer during COVID while mm -hmm. some people were like really struggling, don't have enough money um, to take care of their families were really struggling because restaurants were closed and all the ways that, you know, especially young people make money, mm -hmm. those options were limited, that there are people who made more money off the pandemic, while those of us and young people who are at, who are low and moderately income um, really struggled. And what I will say is, while this is a part of the American Rescue Plan, um, it shouldn't have taken COVID to provide this type of credit to families who have been working and trying really hard to make ends meet. Um, we are grateful that the presidents put this, signed this bill into law and created this temporary opportunity. And what we hope is that it's expanded because rich people keep their tax credits. They're not losing money. So there's no reason why people who need as much money in their pocket as possible are going to lose this tax credit. But that is the fight that continues. And in the meantime, what we wanna make sure happens is that as many young people, as many people as possible, um, and as many young people as possible, particularly in New Mexico, when we look at the data, it shows that New Mexico is the place where kind of in comparison to your population by proportion, you have the most young people who are um, likely to miss out on this credit. And so that's why it's also really important to spread this word locally and whether or not you fall into this age group or like you're younger than 19 or you're older than 24. Um, if you know someone who is eligible between the ages of 19 and 24, you care about them, you love them. This is a great thing to say, hey, did you know that you had the potential to be getting money back this year from the IRS because of this temporary expansion? And so we're hoping that we spread this word um, far and wide because so many people don't know that they're eligible for it, particularly people who've never filed taxes before. And we want to make sure that they're able to take um, advantage of this opportunity while it lasts because we know it's temporary. And I know earlier that you mentioned some of the eligibility requirements for the earned income tax credit. And um, for those who want to know more um, or sp to specifically see if they are eligible, where can people check? People can go to getyourrefund.org. It is one of our partners who we work with closely and they have a really amazing tool where you can put your information in and it will let you know whether or not you're eligible and it will connect you to resources in your local community that can help you um, to go through the process and complete the application. And so again, it's www.getyourrefund.org. And if you go there, you can put your name, your info in, um, and that uh, system will help you understand whether or not you're eligible. And then if you need help filing your taxes and you haven't already done it, you can get free help through volunteer providers all over the country. The program is called VITA, V-I-T-A. And there are tons of VITA providers. And even if it's not a VITA provider, there are tons of organizations that offer 
um, free tax prep services. And so this website will also help you identify where in your you know, local area can you get help to complete the application before the tax deadline to ensure um, that you're able to take this, take advantage of this credit. Awesome, thank you so much for sharing more. Um, what is the difference between the federal childhood tax credit program and then the earned income tax credit? That's a great question. Um, so there are two major tax credits um, that the government provides uh, for families. One is the child tax credit and the other is the earned income tax credit that we've talked a lot about. The major difference between the two is that the earned income tax credit is for people who worked. So they have income, they have, and it falls within the eligibility guidelines. Um, the expansion means that people who don't have children are also eligible, but it really is for workers, for low and moderately income workers. The child tax credit is another credit tax credit, but that is for anyone with children. It's really based on the amount of children you have in your home, whether or not you worked. And so that is what the child tax credit is. The big change around the child tax credit last year was that it was refundable, which meant that you know, you could apply and not have to wait all the way till, you know, a tax return to get that money. You could get those monthly payments each month. That was the big change that the American Rescue Plan Act put into effect last year. You know, that opportunity, like the uh, earned income tax credit expansion was temporary. And now it's the job of advocates and those of us who want to see more equity in our tax code to continue to apply political pressure um, and to share research, to work on narrative story change and to ensure that um, our elected officials and our policymakers really understand the importance and um, the, the life-changing opportunity that these tax credits provide to millions of families across the country. Absolutely, it is very important that we make sure that these opportunities are both known, but also that they're absolutely needed for some people, you know, that they are necessary and that they do so much good for the community. Um, and I know that you've mentioned that, um, that the American Rescue Plan Act as an expansion is temporary, uh, but will the earned income tax credit be available in future years? So the earned income tax credit has been on the books since the Reagan administration. And it actually is one of the most bipartisan policies that are on the books, meaning both Republicans and Democrats have traditionally supported it. Um, the expansion really um, worked to include more people, meaning 19 to 24 year olds who weren't eligible for before and those who are over 64. Um, and it also increased the amount of money that you were eligible to receive. So that's what's under threat. What's, what's, what's temporary is the expansion. The earned income tax credit for now is still on the books. Um, as we know, policy, just because you have it doesn't mean you're always going to keep it. But for now, um, our concern is for the groups that have, who are now eligible, the newly eligible, as we call them, that those expansions are temporary. So we don't expect, as it stands right now, next year for 19 to 24-year-olds to be eligible or for the um, uh, how much you're eligible to receive back. Uh, if that credit is going to be the same in terms of how much that will be. Uh, but we fully expect the 
you know, traditional earned income tax credit to remain on the books, which again is why it's so important this year for us to get the word out to those who aren't typically eligible that this year you're eligible. It's one of those reasons why a lot of people don't know because like if in the past I've never been eligible, how do I know that this year there's this new thing I can get unless people tell me? And so we really want to spread the word and help ensure that as many 19 to 24 year olds know about it and are going to file their taxes before the tax deadline to ensure they can claim it. Absolutely. And what can we do as a community to let the government know that these types of opportunities are really needed uh, to help youth in our country? That's such a great question. And I'm so happy to hear it on this radio show because this is a perfect platform to do it. Um, one of the things that we really um, think is important is advocacy, right? So there are groups in your community that are really advocating for equity in the tax code. Um, and one of the ways you can help them is by sharing your story telling people like why this money is important. And you know, that's a question I have for you. So I'm gonna uh, turn the tables in a second, but like what could an extra $1,400 or extra thousand dollars do if you got that money and was able to make decisions for yourself on how to use it? Um, we know that there's a lot of misconceptions about how people use these tax credits and whether or not it actually makes meaningful change in someone's life. Um, but these tax credits are used for things like paying your utilities, buying food, buying school supplies, um, really everyday needs of families. And so I think it's just so important anytime you can have an opportunity to share the story of the impact of the tax credit to maybe right size some of the misconceptions that are out there about why people use them, that's important. Um, advocacy is important. And then also making sure as many people know about it as possible. So whether or not you're eligible, if you come across someone who's eligible, or if you have a way to share this on social media, to, you know, um, share it at work, to create a flyer and put it up in your community, because the more people who get this tax credit, the really, the really the harder it is to like just take it from people and rip the, rip the rug out from under them. And we need more people sharing their stories and talking about why this is so critically important um, so that we can begin to have um, the people who make the decisions about these policies really understand the importance of keeping it and of making sure that it continues into the future. Of course, I absolutely agree. Um, where can more people find more information about the um, Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network? So our website um, is a great place to learn more about the EITC and to get resources. It is a website that's really geared towards um, funders and the website is the EI, so it's EITCfunders.org. On that website, though, there is a page called the CTC ETC resources. And so if you are part of the general public and not a funder, you can go to the resources page. And if you look at the toolkits, there are tons of flyers, information, informational videos that really explain um, what the EITC is. I would say however, that the best place you can go, particularly if you're thinking about, am I eligible or not, is to getyourrefund.org. Um, they've really simplified the process and they have great fact pages that help you understand it more. And it also will connect you to uh, services in your community that can help you get it done. And so I really recommend that folks go to getyourrefund.org to learn more about eligibility, 
um, and to understand the process. I will say taxes, the, the idea of taxes is, you know, dreadful. Who wants to talk about taxes? Who wants to think about taxes? Especially when you're young and you have so much happening or, um, you know, just you have never been eligible to do taxes. You doesn't, you don't make enough money. You, you know, you make under the threshold that is required for someone to file taxes. But for this year, because this eligibility has been expanded, this is the year, if you've never filed taxes before, to just go ahead and do it, to get that help from getyourrefund.org and to file those taxes. Because if you've worked and you've made under $21,000 a year, um, you are 19 to 24 years old, um, you are very much likely to be eligible. And so, um, the more you can spread that message, the better. And like, I want to, I, I have a question for you as a young person, you know, I think it's really important too sometimes to, for us to understand like what it feels like for young people to hear about this and why would this import, be important? And so the question I have for you is like, what would you say to a young person who's considering whether or not this is worth their time for them to see whether or not they're eligible? And why do you think having extra money in your pocket, whether it's $500, $1,000, $1,500 is really important, particularly right now in the day and age that we're in? Um, yeah, of course, thank you so much for asking. I think, first of all, that it'd be very important for me to highlight um, just why um, opportunities like this are so important where specifically they can go to um, learn more. And like I said, you know, figure out if they are eligible. You know, if I do know someone a little bit more personally, maybe I could um, bring that up in terms of like specific, um, I guess, terms for them. But if I don't know them very specifically, it would be great to just highlight, you know, this could be great for school. This could be great for food. This could be great for housing, or if you are living at home with your parents, potentially this could be great in helping them out with, you know, their utility bills and stuff like that. Um, just, you know, learning to help themselves and then also give back to their community if they can. Um, but just to know that this money is given to you and, you know, if you are eligible, it is a great opportunity to take because that money can be great in terms, you know, it could do a lot for buying food. It could do a lot for you know, paying bills and stuff like that. So just letting people understand that this is important and um, take the opportunity if they can and really think about what they can do with this um, money that they could potentially get back. That's so amazing. And exactly, you hit every single point that was pitch perfect. And what I like to just boil it down to is like, you know, the good part about this money is you can take it and do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, improve your quality of life, find joy, pleasure, all those things. The, you know, being um, someone who is, has low income, being in poverty, um, trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, always feeling stretched thin financially, that creates an incredible amount of stress. And if for nothing else, just having an extra little bit of cushion money reduces your stress. It helps you in terms of your wellness, your quality of life to just know that, okay, for a little while, I'm not going to have to worry about food or like how I'm going to get what I need or buying um, or having money for transportation to get back and forth or, you know, like all the things that we need to just live. And as expensive as things are, um, prices are going up every single day. Um, just 
the idea of having a little bit extra uh, is so important, however you use it to help reduce some of the stress that we all feel when we're stretched really thin financially. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with that. And I know for myself personally, I do fall under just just underneath the um, eligibility uh, requirements, but it's really reassuring to know that other people that are in similar walks of life um, as I am, you know, in terms of schooling, in terms of age, in terms of, you know, where they are just mentally, you know, their mindset, that it's really reassuring to just know that these um, opportunities are available to so many people. Um, And it's great to, you know, learn more about that and then, um, you know, tell more people about that, you know. Um, But is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, No, just thank you. And even though you are just out of the eligibility range, I'm sure you know people who are in the eligibility range that you love and care about. So tell them. And like, that's the message for everyone. Um, Whoever you are, whether or not you're eligible, tell people you care about that this is out there and it's possible. It is one of the ways that we can begin to counteract some of the inequity and injustice that is baked in to our tax system. And then just long-term, Um, we should continue this conversation about how we right-size our tax code um, because that is um, something that's a systemic issue that is baked in to our policy. Um, And in order for us to get to a more equitable tax code, we really need to collectively shift public policy in a way that's more equitable for all people. And so that is our long-term goal. And in the short term, um, we really just hope everyone who's eligible has an opportunity this year to claim that credit because you've worked hard for it, you've earned it, you deserve it, go get it. Thank you so much, Denisha, for joining me today um, and just letting me know more about these systems and uh, things that you really do feel are um, inequitable and what you think should be changed to make them more fair. You know, just coming on and uh, letting us know what you think is right, Um, but also letting me and our community know more about these opportunities that you guys do offer. Um, I know before this, I was not aware that this was an opportunity for people, Um, and I'm very glad to now know because, you know, like we were saying, even though I'm not quite in the eligibility range, um, it's great to know that, you know, other people around me are to potentially share, you know, get them on to, you know, take advantage of this opportunity that is offered to them. So thank you so much for just joining me today and um, sharing more about um, what you do and what you think is important. Thank you so much, Audi, for allowing me to share space with you. I am honored to have done so. And you have inspired me tonight and just give me such renewed hope for our future. It makes me feel really awesome to know that your generation, like the 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 fate of um, of our country, is in the hands of your generation. Because I think we're in good hands, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for allowing me to spend some time with you. Of course, uh, for Generation Justice, I'm Ariana Cordova. Thank you, Denisha Thompson, for sharing this important opportunity for young people that are eligible for the Earned Income Tax Credit. This money has the potential to be extremely impactful on the lives of many, and every eligible young person should apply for this federal refund. Denisha, thanks for helping to clarify what earned income tax credit does for many young adults and encouraging those to take the chance right now before the program goes away. 
as a young man myself, I always try to gain back as much cash from my tax paperwork as I can, so I feel this chance is home for me. Our guest, Denisha Thompson, selected the next song. Here is Closer by Huacle. We are still in the midst of a deadly global pandemic. We need to work together to protect each other. Here is Barbara Ramirez and Josh Green to share some important information with you. Aún estamos atravesando una pandemia global, responsable de miles de muertes. Necesitamos trabajar en equipo para protegernos. According to the NMDOH, children five and older are eligible to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting your child vaccinated will protect them from getting COVID-19 and protect others around them. Los niños de 5 años en adelante pueden ser vacunados según el Departamento de Salud de Nuevo México. Vacunar a sus hijos puede protegerlos a ellos y a los demás del coronavirus. Remember, booster shots are only available to New Mexico residents 12 years and older. Recuerde, la vacuna de refuerzo contra el COVID-19 solo está disponible para los residentes de Nuevo México mayores de 12 años. If you haven't gotten vaccinated or if you need to get your booster shot, you can visit cvvaccine.nmhealth.org. That's cvvaccine.nmhealth.org. Para registrarse y recibir su vacuna de refuerzo, visite cvvaccine.org nmhealth.org La página web es cvvaccine.nmhealth.org According to the CDC, masks can help protect you and others from COVID-19. To learn more about different types of masks and how to get the best fit for you, visit cdc.gov. That's cdc.gov. El uso de cubrebocas puede ayudar a protegerte y proteger a otros del COVID-19 según el Centro para el Control y la Prevención de Enfermedades o CDC por sus siglas en inglés. Para más información sobre los distintos tipos de cubrebocas, visite cdc.gov. Don't forget to get your COVID-19 vaccines. Get boosted. Max up and follow safety protocols to help stop the global pandemic. No olvide obtener sus vacunas contra el COVID-19. Use mascarilla y siga los protocolos de seguridad para ayudar a detener esta pandemia global. Now we bring you to be human, a song about unity by Marina. We have some community announcements to share with you. First Choice Community Healthcare is organizing a day of service in honor of the great Cesar Chavez. The day of service will take place on Saturday, April 2nd from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's right. There will be construction of trails 
removal of invasive species, and cleanup. The Cesar Chavez Day of Service will take place at McEwen Pond in the South Valley at 1925 Citation Street Southwest. Again, that's 1925 Citation Street Southwest. If you would like to sign up, you can visit First Choice Community Healthcare on Facebook. Warehouse 508 brings us the first annual Healing and Hip Hop Summit on Saturday, April 2nd at 5 p.m. Some of the activities they will have include Seven to Smoke Open Styles Battle, Youth Showcase and Performances, Speakers Sharing Community Information, and so much more. For more information about this awesome event, you can visit warehouse508.org or visit their Facebook page at Warehouse 508. That's it for our community calendar. Now we bring you El Corrido de Cesar Chavez, an anthem of the Chicano movement, followed by Cesar Chavez by Los Tigres del Norte. Santo en la mañana salió César de Veleno componiendo una campaña. No había quien defendiera al campesino, ni el más mínimo derecho conseguía de las actas laborales destruidos. Como humano no existía Y aunque no quieras creer Querido amigo Esto sucedió en los Estados Unidos We hope you've enjoyed this hour of community and information We'd like to thank our guest Denisha Thompson Tonight's hour of radio was produced by Roberta Rayel and Barbara Ramirez with production assistance from Angel Baker Guillen. And thank you to our youth interviewer, Adriana Cordova. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you. Generation Justice will also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We're also active on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and follow our playlist on Spotify. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the Annie E. Casey Foundation, the Konama Health Foundation, NMDOH Better Together, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Our last songs of the night include Them Belly Full by Bob Marley and the Whalers, followed by Look at This by Hallucination, formerly known as A Tribe Called Red. I am Josh Green. And I'm Rachel Riley. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word. So stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Good night, get vaccinated, stay safe, and grab some dinner. Cost of living gets so high.